Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob Cisrino back again to talk at 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. It's week number seven. Can you believe it? Because I am back here with the guy who follows the 90 Day Fiance. 52 weeks out of the year. Here he is, Mr. 90 Day Fiance. Zero bad things about him. He is a perfect treasure. Here is Puya Zambakili. Hey, back at it again, Rob. We don't sleep. 90 Day doesn't rest. Neither do we. No. We're back once again. I also would like to apologize for walking in on you and Sam earlier. I just had to pick up my brush. Yes. But we're here now. Did you get a good look? I liked what I saw. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> for the record i'm kidding please yes let the record stay yes um i was gonna say that there is uh no wall of demarcation between you and outstanding 90 day fiance coverage puya listen we try okay we try our best we try our best to do what we can bring the people aboard the hot mess express and this season keeps on giving so i'm very excited mm-hmm. about today yeah and a, a wild episode we have seven stories to check in on today. Everybody got a little bit. Everybody got a little piece of the pie today. Yes, everybody. Look, when you're going up against uh, maybe the greatest NFL game of all time, then you got to pull out all the stops. And that's what they're doing over at TLC. Mm-hmm. And a lot of pulling out of the stops. A lot of pulling out of the stops here. But listen, mm-hmm. that game was on another level. Mm-hmm. Um are these people on another level? Some of them have the audacity on another level. So mm-hmm. that's something. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's start with uh, Gino and Jasmine. Uh, the uh, Mahomes and Josh Allen of uh, reality TV. Just uh, going to be uh, going back and forth, throwing uh, some uh, great content at us. Definitely. No fumbles here, Rob. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So Gino and Jasmine, of course, last week we had, uh, you know, the big like uh, knockdown drag out fight over uh, the Gino would not redecorate his apartment. Yeah. Gino was not about to decorate his apartment and Jasmine was big upset because it reminded her of his stupid ex-wife mm-hmm. and Gino had been very close and just don't call her names. Like, it's fine. She's just my ex-wife. Why does Mm -hmm. she have to be stupid? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that was a big fork in the road for them. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick, if you told me there was one woman who got away from Gino and one woman that was trying to lock down Gino and you had to ask me who might be the 
least not stupid of those two. Uh, maybe I might say the woman who is actively not with Gino. I think points were made. Mm-hmm. She made the right move. She is way smarter than she's being given credit for. And I and I respect Gino for noticing that. I'd be like, no, you know what? She was right. She, <laughs> she, she deserves better. Yeah, she saw what was going on here, and and she, and she left. It's like you're tr- you're trying to get in. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Jokes on you, Jasmine. All right. I, I thought this was a great uh, metaphor for the Gino and Jasmine relationship, but Jasmine like lays out three dresses on the bed. Uh, she says uh, to Gino, Gino, which dress should I wear? He uh, says, uh, wear this one, the purple one. Uh, she takes the red one. <laughs> she, without hesitation, she's like, all right, this one it is. Yeah. Again, Gino's taste is in the bin for her. Mm-hmm. He doesn't trust his taste or his stupid ex-wife's taste. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I don't, I will say, Rob, this, you know, this happens to me when, when people ask for my opinion and I give them a thought out opinion yeah. and they don't pick it. I, I feel a little hurt. A little Especially bit. If it's someone that like, I know values me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I said, well, why, why did you ask me? Exactly. You could have picked it. You had a choice. You already know. You already knew. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I get caught up in the trap of that. Sometimes um, my wife will ask me to which thing this this thing or this thing. And then I pick the wrong one. And then um, it's uh, then uh, she's unhappy. And, and, then, and then I said, well, well like this was. Why? Why did you ask me to pick? You asked. You asked. You said this or this, and I picked it. And I picked one. And now, well, why did you? Why did you ask me if there was a wrong answer? It's entrapment, is what mm-hmm. it is, Rob. You got. You got duped. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So then I have to. I just have to guess what is the one she wants me to pick. You, that, honestly, that's the name of the game. You have mm-hmm. to uh, the best of your abilities pick the right one mm-hmm. that they want you to mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, good news. Jasmine, she has finally gotten her divorce papers. Five years she's been waiting, Puya. Yay, happy divorce to Jasmine. She is now free to be with Gino, and it's official. She's divorced. It's over. Okay, so it's going to be uh, a big party, a, a divorce party, because uh, that's a thing, right? Uh, sure. I mean, I've never had to throw myself one. Hopefully never will have to throw myself one. But apparently this is a thing worth celebrating, Rob. You got your divorce. It's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize divorce parties are pretty similar to like a bachelorette party, I yeah. guess. Now, see, I had never heard of a divorce party before. But we also learned that even though Gino is only with Jasmine uh, on location in Panama for a short amount of time, the divorce party had to be during this stretch. And also, Gino was was not allowed to come to the divorce party because... Gino is not invited because, number one, that's creepy, you know? You don't invite your current boyfriend to your divorce party. See, that's creepy, right? Like, like when you get when you have a divorce party, you you wouldn't invite the person you're seeing now to come to the divorce party. I mean, that's that duh. It's an interesting take for sure. I feel like wouldn't you want to celebrate it with the person that is now with you? I feel like that. Mm. The word creepy was the was, interesting insert. Look, Puya, come on. 
It's creepy. It's creepy. Yeah, you're gonna have then the person. Well, uh, you know, he needs to stay in the room by himself. Well, that seems more creepy to me, quite frankly. Just like, yeah, you're you're here alone. Yeah, sit in this hotel room and cl- turn off the lights. <laughs> yeah, no I gotta be honest. With you. I think Gino's sitting alone in the room by himself with the 90 Day Fiance producers and cameras, where he's just sort of like moving things around on the floor. He's like, "What should I do now?" Um, Let's see. There must be something else I, I, for me to to do. Um. <laughs> I'm convinced this dude packed and unpacked that stupid suitcase <laughs> four different ways during that time. I will say, though, if the shoe was on the other foot and Gino was the one having a divorce party from his separation from his wife, Jasmine would be the first in line to pop champagne at this party. I don't so, even know if it would be a party if Gino was getting a divorce. It would be some sort of like ritual sacrifice of like Jasmine's like, okay, now Gino, we will get, we will make a fire and we will burn all of her possessions. <laughs> I think like, it would be like, I don't think it would be like a, like a celebration. It's a bonfire. You're just throwing all that, all the old assets yeah, in there. Basically. Destroy all of her stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. Jasmine, she, uh, she has to go. Uh, she tells him, eat something, take care. Bye. Okay. Uh, time to go to the party, which is in the same hotel. Yes. In the same hotel. Like what? Two floors over maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she goes to another place. Her friends are there. Leo, the hairstylist is there. Yeah, so her friend Leo's there, and I, and um, initially the part I was, I believe she had mentioned, uh, no boys allowed, yeah, no men allowed at this party. Yes. Yet here's Leo chilling at this party. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. well he qualifies. There's gonna be another guy there too. Uh, we'll get to that. But she uh, tries to like tell her friends, like, okay, get this, everybody, you won't believe what I am uh, fighting about. So Gino has the the nerve to he wants to keep the colors that his ex-wife picked out uh that uh, you have my back right everybody eh. <laughs> like, they, you crazy yeah they were like you are on one stop it <laughs> stop it jasmine You're being ridiculous puya we got to hear a little bit of the details uh, that, you know, w- when you and I talked, we said, oh, Gino got a good report card from Jasmine on the night that he first got together with her. He didn't go for the little blue pill and he got seemingly he got a good report card, right? That's what you would have gathered based on what we were told earlier. Yes. Instead, Jasmine now tells her friends that Gino, that first off, she says he's at risk. Uh, he's an older guy. Uh, and then also she says that he almost died that night. Yeah. So what we learned, Rob, today's lesson for the viewers yes. is just because it goes longer and the time is long, you know, the, the, the mm-hmm. reverse Hamza, if you will, doesn't mean that it's a great thing. Sounds like it. Well, I'm concerned about Gino's health. We find out from Jasmine, he almost died. I think, I think if I'm, if I'm going to translate this and be the, the translator egg here, I feel like what she's essentially saying is that Gino 
knows the basics. Mm-hmm. But then she put him through some more complex maneuvers and he could keep up, but like not keep up. You okay. Know? Okay. All right. Ding dong. Somebody's here. There's a stripper here for the divorce party. As is custom, Rob, a stripper has to be at the party. Mm-hmm. And here comes the stripper. She so it's very clear Jasmine didn't know about this. Did you come up, come out here thinking the same way when she first saw the stripper? Um I don't know. Um I think if you are one of Jasmine's friends, okay? I think you do not plan undiscussed surprises with Jasmine. Mm, you feel like you wouldn't want the wrath of Jasmine. Yeah. Like the stripper, maybe she likes it, but what if she does it? Uh, you know, like uh, you're taking your life into your hands. Well, like what she can do, kick the stripper out. Actually, yeah, that's exactly what she would do. She kick you, she kick like you out. <laughs> kick you out. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, it's obvious. It's very clear that her friends know that she is unhinged based on their response yes. to the whole like colors of the house thing. So mm-hmm. I think they, they know her enough to have made this calculated decision without her knowing, but that being said, you want to divulge to Jasmine because you never know what's going to go down. You never know. Okay. The stripper is here and boy, things get wild. Puya. What did you like better? This stripper? Yeah. Or the uh, stripping we saw with Jovi and Yara story. Oh, last <laughs> I, I thought uh, that uh, that you were going to talk about the uh, stripping that happened that uh, the stripper that Tariq uh, bought for Hazel. Or that one. Damn, there's a lot of stripper storylines here. When you mm-hmm. think about it, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, Jasmine seemed like she didn't skip a beat experienced oh. the full stripper package she experienced the package yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. um you know that the this man was you know I, I don't know where the line was but he's, he's coming close yeah can i say something um suddenly jasmine's all about tipping we learned oh yes yes she's yes. totally tipping now okay yes. okay all right i mean this is so wild because Jasmine is unhinged. We have seen this woman explode because Gino tipped the waitress at a restaurant. She said, what do you, are you, are you, is there something going on between the two of you? Because he tried to tip her. This woman is getting the, the, the stripper is uh is is on top of her and she's like we are just having fun it's not that big a deal this is nothing yeah and i will say i feel like there's varying ways of experiencing um a lap dance Mm -hmm. so to speak where you know if for example if you're not if you don't put your hands in the equation. I'm like, okay, you're kind of like, I have to take this lap dance because mm-hmm. my friends gave it to me. She was, her hands were being used. So I was like, she was very much enjoying yes. this. Yes, experience. I think there are varying degrees to which the person who is on the receiving end of an exotic dance is either an active or an inactive participant. Yes. It's like, okay, I'm being a good sport here versus I am fully engaged with what is happening to me. 
Yeah, and uh, she was fully engaged. Like, more than more than engaged. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. She is having a great time, and look, I don't know how the codes work uh, with uh, over in Panama, but I feel like mm-hmm. that. I think it's a common courtesy that the cell phone is probably uh, checked at the door during uh, any sort of uh, time when the stripper is around. Well, uh, if that was a memo, I will say Jasmine's friends did not get that memo. Well, hey, look, this is on this is on TLC. I'm not gonna put my phone away. If they're going to get footage, I want some footage of this, too. Um, But I'm pretty sure not that I am. This is an area of expertise for, for me. But I do believe that that is frowned upon. Is that um? Is I mean I, that's a great point. I mean I've never so obviously I know that if you go to a um an establishment where mm-hmm. they do this, you're not going to have your phone out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then the question becomes for the private ones: Is it the same? Maybe they pre-negotiated with this with this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, maybe, yeah, maybe the, maybe the, the stripper said like, uh, please put the, I, I need this kind of uh publicity. It's like, how much for you to throw my handle in the corner of that video? You well, make that happen. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. The friend has the cell phone out. Um, like, uh, oh, this is probably not going to be good. I had no idea. I, had, I could not imagine that it would be so quickly something that would come to Gino's attention because the stripper leaves. Jasmine says, look, it's not that big a deal. Again, um, I, I don't necessarily disagree with Jasmine. However, however, comma, but this is also the same woman who that if, if Gino bumps into a woman at, at the counter of a restaurant when he is getting his takeout, she wants to know exactly what's going on. Literally. Also, he can't tip at a restaurant mm-hmm. without there being suspicions of him knowing or wanting something from that person. Mm-hmm. And and um, you left this man and he's in a new country alone. You left him in the hotel room alone with like two cameramen. Mm-hmm. Like how, how you are putting him in such a bad spot. And then the worst thing you can do, which is about to happen. Yeah. Is let's go flaunt this in his face. All right. Jasmine has had some drinks. Let's go find Gino. Baby, I'm drunk. I'm wasted. I know. I'm wasted. Are you, you feel good? Yes, I want to be. <laughs> if you missed that, she said, I want pee-pee. Yes. Mm. And listeners, you know what pee-pee means. <laughs> we don't have to dive into this, but... Uh, she says this in front of her friends and Gino, who Gino has just met for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Gino looks like he doesn't know what to do with himself. Yes. Okay. At all. So she uh, tells us uh, that Gino has given her a fever. And uh, yeah. a fever that she's going to violate Gino. Don't love that. <laughs> do not love I, that. I do Rob. think Gino. I think Gino. It would be uh, consenting to be violated. I think. Uh, I, think I, I don't think it would be against his will. No, I don't. Oh, think, no, it might kill him. We learned. Yeah, he might have a struggle, mm-hmm. but I don't think he'd mind. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, 
all of this is happening. Everything's yeah. looking yeah. good. She wants PP. I think he he wants to also give PP. So everything's good. Yeah. Okay. Until the friends get involved. So then the friends break out the phone and say, here, watch this. Like, what? What is this? The 90 day fiance reunion show? <laughs> yep. Yep. Call one of them Sean Robinson because they just pulled out the clips. Well, what the, I, I, what the hell is this? Th- Rob, this is straightforward. Is if we're not getting any tonight, you're not getting any tonight, Jasmine. We're yeah. not letting that happen. I guess they had so much fun at one divorce party. Maybe they want to start planning another one. Get the sequel ready, right? It takes a long time. It's like a, a, between Olympics here. They got to wait another four years for the next one. They might as well plan it from now. Mm-hmm. So they show Gino the video. No setup. Gino, you're going to want to sit down. It's not like Gino, we have to do you a solid. Uh, there's something that we need to show. Like cheaters, like Gino. We have footage that Jasmine has been with a stripper. And we can show it to you if you want. They just say, here, watch this. Like, uh, you think you're going to be watching some TikTok or something? Yeah. It's like, here's the clip. Watch this one. I watched this the other day. It's pretty funny. Like, that's that's literally the level they came in it with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they show Gino the video. What is it? Normal. Normal. (laughs) (laughs) Standard stuff, Gino. Come on, get with it. Stupid. (laughs) And if it's so normal, why did you show it to him? I don't get it. (laughs) I don't get it. It made no sense to me. Normal. Um, and Gino is taking a page out of Mike's book here, turning red like a tomato. And uh, Rob, is he happy about this? You think he doesn't seem that happy? <laughs> yeah, for He's someone not who giggling. We, we literally talked about the the schmo show last week, <laughs> and I feel like we've already seen something that might shake uh, Gino a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, why did you? Why did you show this to me? Why did you, he's not even like, why did you do this? He's more puzzled by why did they show this to me? He's not into do it. Do you Rob. think I want to see this? I'd rather you kept it a secret. Mm-hmm. Why would you, why wouldn't you keep it a secret? Why would you show it to me? Are are the friends trying to pull a fast one here, Rob? Mm-hmm. That's the question. I just thought that was so interesting that Gino was like so focused on why did they show this to me? As opposed to, why did you do this? It's Gino, Rob. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the answer to the question. We know it's going to take a lot for him to back out of this relationship. But I think he was just surprised. Because, you know, you think about it. If you meet anyone for the first time, if you meet any your partner's friends for the first yep. time, they're not going to come in with this super incriminating footage. They're not going to be that way. So it caught him by surprise, I think. Yeah, so... Uh, very surprising. Um, Gino, uh, talked to Jasmine and Jasmine's like, are you mad? You're mad. You're mad about this. Yeah. But any other relationship would be mad, especially here. Mm-hmm. Again, Jasmine won't let him make eye contact with another woman. Eye contact. Right. Right. It's not like that they are cool like this where (laughs) like Jasmine has put him through hell so many times over non-starter infractions. 
Jasmine's a warden, Rob. Mm -hmm. She's like, all right, give me your phone. All right, what's the password? Let's look through all the files. Let's look Mm -hmm. through all the texts. Mm -hmm. Give me the screenshots every day. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this was wild. And and he asks her, like, well, how would you like it if I was uh, with some hottie? And and he tells the whole thing. And and she and Jasmine says, no, I would not like it. Yeah. And apologizes, Rob. We got the first apology out of Jasmine Mm -hmm. for Gino. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, congratulations uh, for Gino getting an apology. They are off to go go on the vacation that Jasmine insisted he buy for her from last week's episode when he didn't get her a Christmas present. Yep, that's the next thing they're going to be doing. I still can't believe that that trip happened. She got that trip out of him and then did this, and yep. now they're going to go on the trip. Yep. Is it getting rewarded for doing something wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, that's Gino and Jasmine. Anything else on Gino and Jasmine? Do we see them next week? Yeah. So next week, Rob, we find out that one of Gino's exes oh, messaged yeah, yeah, Jasmine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that they're still talking. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. He, he's not he's making dead. it out of this yeah. trip. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were worried that, okay, uh, Jasmine uh, might kill him like in the bedroom. No, probably not. She will kill him, but probably not in the bedroom. I don't think it'll get to the bedroom. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Puya, let's talk about Usman and Kimberly. Now that the photo, the video shoot is over, that there is now some time for Usman and Kimberly to really get to know each other. Maybe, perhaps, Kimberly could be more than just potential. From potential to confirmed, yes. I will say, Rob, we didn't see the Kimberly you wanted this week at all. We saw a whole new Kimberly. She is... A different person now that the video shoots over and and Kimberly's whole mission now is I need this relationship to be dialed into the romantic mm-hmm. now that the mm-hmm. you know now that the business stuff's over it's time for the pleasure stuff yeah and it seems like that in almost every 90 day fiance story there is one partner who is like hey all right let's let's get this moving let's go faster 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 and then there's another person in the 90 day fiance relationship this person is like let's slow it down let's run out the clock a little bit things are moving too fast so i got to slow it down slow it down slow it down and that's a classic case here with Usman and Kimberly right and i think they're both like too extremely on one side or the mm-hmm. other like kim wants it all done tonight and Usman doesn't want them done ever by the feels of it. And you yeah. kind of got to go somewhere in the middle. That's like the ideal spot here. But for these two, Rob, it really feels like now there's no distraction. There's no uh, excuse for mm-hmm. Usman to not seek out the potential and see where it could excuse go. Excuse Usman. That, that, that's a better <laughs> nickname uh, than Soja Boy for uh, Usman. Uh, Usman also, I, I feel like, started referring to himself a lot as uh, the king of Africa. Yeah, that's not going to stick, Usman. Stop it. You're being <laughs> ridiculous. I noticed that a couple of, he said it like two or three times this episode, like, stop trying to make this merch pop off. This is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's a big title. It's a, pr- it's a whole continent, Rob. No, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to go to Stone Town. Uh, that's a place that's uh, very nice. They uh, take a uh, a nice ride um, that, you know, uh, Soja Boy, he says to Kimberly, uh, I l- like you a lot. And Kimberly's like, well, I love you. 
Yikes. That is not the response you should be expecting to hear. That is a good indicator of where they're at, though. Like, I think Usman is finally starting to, you know, put his toes in the water. And Kim's like, just dive in already. Like, mm-hmm. why are you putting your toes? Just The water's great. Just jump in. But yeah, they go to a marketplace and uh, we see some hats. Maybe Soja Boy uh, should get a new hat. And ooh, look at this. This is a white fedora just like what Michael Jackson wore in Smooth Criminal. Yeah, I was going to say, you said hats. They were fedoras. It was, mm-hmm. all, it was just a fedora store, basically. Um, Kim lets out more of her Michael Jackson obsession. Mm-hmm. And really wants him to try on this fedora and says that, you know, you'll be like my personal Michael Jackson. Yeah. And then he tips the cap a little bit, does a little dance. You stop it. You don't know what you're doing to me. And I wanted to evaporate from my, <laughs> from my chair. I wanted to leave. I was like, do not moonwalk. I beg of you. Don't do it. Kim will not be able to handle it in this public area. Please. <laughs> yeah. Kim was not okay. Uh, I get the sense that Usman is not necessarily like uh, loving the Michael Jackson comparisons. No, I mean, it, you think about it. He's a musician. Michael mm-hmm. Jackson was a mm-hmm. musician. Michael Jackson was the king of pop. Um, you're never going to compare the king the of king Africa. Of, and I think that's why he's trying. He's trying to compensate. He's trying to trying to be like, well, I'm the king of Africa. He was king. I'm the king of Africa. I'm the king of the whole continent. Mm-hmm. So he's trying, but. I mean, I feel like you're in a bad, you're in a not a good spot if you're going to always be compared to Michael Jackson. There. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Kimberly is saying that this was so great, such a wonderful uh, date. Um, they sit down. Usman is getting tired. You know, he's had a long trip, Rob. It's been a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so Kimberly thinks this is the right moment. Okay, Usman. I know we talked about this, but tonight should be the night. That you stay in my room. Not just that, Rob. Give up your room mm-hmm. and move in with me, basically. Yes, yes. I mean, she does have like the honeymoon suite. She's the best. She has room. the best room. She's she has the best, the best room. room. Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Usman doesn't take well to this. No, Usman. Um, you know, uh, thought that they should wait. Until they decide to be boyfriend and girlfriend to stay in the room. I mean, Usman has like more hoops to jump through that has, I mean, I, I guess that this man has been on 90 Day Fiance, but, but like, has this man ever been on a date before? Like, uh, what, you know, how many sort of like, how much paperwork do you need to file that is like, uh, this is a, a, a million steps. Listen, Usman's a hard man to please. That mm-hmm. and also, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yes. He has found the perfect person to put the like 12 step plan on here. Mm-hmm. Like, tw- she uh, just, 212. Yeah. She has to jump through all the hoops here. And I think he thinks his plan is foolproof, but Kim is not going to be like letting this go easy yeah. at all, Rob. She's not letting it go because, uh, you yeah, know, production Kim is going to show up because <laughs> uh, he's like, look, uh, well, I'm just feeling like that maybe you're trying to, you know, grab something and go back so that even if it doesn't work out, you could say you could say to people, well, at least I got with Soja Boy. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, you that your boyfriend goes to the gym. I slept with the king of Africa. <laughs> yeah. You know what, what that you makes know me relationships. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Kimberly is like at this point, she's like, you know what? All right, you so don't. You're uninvited. You're done. Yeah, she immediately pulls the offer the minute he hesitates. Like, oh, you know what? I don't even care. I, I want to go home. I'll go back to the hotel. We're done here. And Usman's trying to do the thing guys do where we try and diffuse the situation by like saying something stupid. He's like, should I put my hat on? She's like, I don't care. I want to go to the hotel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just let's get out of here. She doesn't want to hold the hand. He's like trying to, you know, uh, win her back over. But um, she's not going to beg. She has been attentive and loving. That's it. Yeah. And I think it's very clear with Kim where she doesn't want to be made to look a fool on TV. And in moments like this where she's, you know, putting herself out there being like, hey, you want to spend the night together? No. Well, I didn't want it either. Screw you. I want to go to the hotel now. Okay, Kimberly, she's feeling very defeated. Uh, Usman wonders, um, you know, if uh, Kimberly is uh, still pissed with him. Because, uh, you know, his ex-wife would made him do things he didn't want to do. Yes. And she, you know, doesn't want to be like that. She tells us that she's not going to ask him uh, about this on her trip again. Like mm-hmm. she, she's Done. like, he has to take the move. I will say, though, I want to I want to kind of shade Kim here in that you bought a room. You bought this big room. Yep. But y'all had agreed on separate rooms. So you told us you are a master of persuasion. You're going to by the end of the trip, he's going to be in my room with me. So you can't be mad if your plan doesn't work because it was never agreed upon. You just blame your own skills mm-hmm. for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it could have worked. You know, if here's the thing, like that Kim's plan was good. If Usman actually wanted to have a relationship with Kim. Yes. Yeah. And I will say, um, I think she potentially should have held on onto mm. those gifts for yeah. for this time. Wait till after right. the video shoot for those. Like it, th- that, you know, Kim's plan makes sense in a world where Usman actually wants to be in a relationship with Kimberly and not just be on television. Right. And like it would work, you know, if, if you are both into each other and you've agreed to take it slow. This is exactly the natural time where you could see, OK, production's done. Mm-hmm. Let's hang out now. Yeah. But okay. Again, Usman knows what he's doing. Usman, what does he want? Peace. That's it. I mean, yeah. I mean, me too. I mean, I would love peace. I would love it. I would love to savor it. I love it so. I love it so much. I mean, beautiful. I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's you know all I want too. It's all we all really need. Yeah. But what would Kimberly like? A piece of Usman. That's right. Yeah. But okay, that's the it. The door on the doorknob. <laughs> She's she is uh you know, doesn't want to be controlling. 2 hours later. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I kind of wonder like just in my mind about the like production. Uh, I mean, maybe you know a little bit more about this. Like am I supposed to believe production sits there with a camera and they film Kimberly like just all night reading a book? Definitely not. Right. I'm assuming they're getting some B roll and then maybe they're peppering her with some questions. Mm. Cause I do, I will say when the camera people talk to the, 
the 90 day people. It's very informal. It sounds like the parts we do see on the show. Mm -hmm. So I think they're just having conversations casually and then stuff comes up potentially here or there. Um, That being said, how how long is Kim spending reading this book? I don't know. So Kimberly, she's up. All the lights are on, you know, the, the production people are still rolling and uh, they, they, I mean, do they sleep in Kimberly's room? Uh, like what, what, is it, what uh, so a lot of unanswered questions. Anyway, uh, knock at the door. It's Usman and he's coming, you know, fedora in hand to say, uh, okay, I have reconsidered. I am going to sleep in your room tonight. Wow. How the mind changes, Rob took two hours. Mm-hmm. But let's be clear. Let's be clear. He agreed to sleep in the room. Just sleep. sleep. Well, they, they, Kimberly says like, uh, well, what should we do? Should we have a drink? Should we have sex? I'm just kidding. Kidding. I'm not kidding. Uh, what should we do? <laughs> you know, if he's the king of Africa, she's the queen of unsubtlety. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I'm just, you know, I had to, I had to try. Yeah. Uh, Usman <laughs> says, no, look. That would be rushing it because we we've just we are taking a big step of sleeping in a room with a wall between us of pillows. That is a big step because, uh, look, we're not just going to have sex. I don't think in any culture you can just meet somebody and have sex with that person unless if you met prostitute and you are in need. Yeah, and that's not a thing. No, there is no culture where people just meet and they might have sex. That's that's called a prostitute. Yeah. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Soldier Boy, uh, king of BS. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, Soldier Boy. You lying. You don't like there's no world where Soldier Boy subscribes to this ideology here. But it's smooth criminal, this Soldier Boy, because this works. This is a you can't. This is an ironclad discussion. Mm-hmm. Like w- she can't fight this back. Yes. He says uh, that we need. Uh, demarcation. We need to like put a, a wall of pillow. Like he will not even just get in a bed with, with her. No cuddles. He, that there needs to be a wall of pillows. Saying like, uh, I do not even want you touching me in any way. Mm-hmm. Zero. Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did the woman in the in the video with him have a wall of demarcation? Nope. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um so we also uh found out about there will be no yammy yammy. That's right. No yammy yammy tonight, Rob. Mm-hmm. So um again, they 90 day this season really loves peeling back the curtain and and letting us hear their bedroom talk. Yeah. Because you know, Kim Queen yep. of unsubtlety talks about, well, let me inspect the yam. Maybe I can, I can figure out what it is. Like I can, I can learn about that mm-hmm. potential. Like, yes. Stop yes. It. Yes. I think that, that, um, yeah, he relates a body part to it's like a yam, which, um, I, I, this is new for me. I've never heard any, uh, any potato talk. <laughs> Spuds typically not Spuds, part of the bedroom. Yam, sweet potatoes. <laughs> wow. Never, never once. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, Rob. I've heard about yams. You you knew about the yammy yam? But they're not, they're not the penis. Oh. Yeah, it's the opposite. So if I. what I knew. Yeah. 
So yeah. if, I, if I is there a emoji for a sweet potato? <laughs> I hope not. Now let me text Nicole uh, a yam. Oh, please tell us what she thinks. And I, 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 just, I, I don't know if that would go over well because she really hates Thanksgiving. Oh, true, mm-hmm. true. We know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh, search emoji yam. So there is a sweet oh, potato there is a yam. emoji. Yeah, there yeah. is a, there there is a yam. Uh, but the the emo- the yam emoji is kind of half of a yam. It's like cut yeah, in it's half. Like, it's like sliced. It's not. It's not super sexy. No, I think that's yeah. why no one uses it. Here, let for, me see. Uh, okay, let me uh, that. Uh, uh, what 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 is this? Half a yam? What is it? Normal. Oh, it's okay. No, it's normal. All right. While you're doing this, then let me send Liana the sweet potato as well and see what what happens. Yeah, uh, I'm actually not. I'm actually not going to do it uh, right now. Right now. I don't wait. I got to pick my spot. I'm pick my spot. Oh, because, you're gonna be selective with it. Yeah, gotcha. I pick my spot. I don't want to have the wall okay. of demarcation up uh, over here. All right. Um, for uh, Usman and Kimberly, um, seems like that things are uh, spiraling. Uh, define spiraling. Going in a bad direction. Yeah, it's not. It's only going to get worse from here. Like mm-hmm. he, because now there's no, there's no excuse for the the whole video production and the business part. It's you know he's has this rest of the week to be with her only, um, and we see on the next time on that he doesn't want to have sex with her. So that's going to be an issue that's going to come up. More mm-hmm. discussion there. I think it's the beginning of the end. Um, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think this is going in a, in, a, in a negative trajectory. I'm not feeling great about our couples, to be honest, this season. They're looking a little bleak, we could Rob. do our power rankings at the end of the podcast of to see, like, uh, which which couple do we think has the best chance of surviving? Uh, we could mm-hmm. go 0 for 7. We really could. And I'm very down to do that power ranking, for sure. Okay. All right. Um, uh, we will we will do that. Mm-hmm. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, uh, Memphis and Hamza are getting closer to potentially being married. But there's going to be uh, some complications along the way. We'll talk Memphis and Hamza right after this. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, Puya. It is a two-hour trip to the embassy for Memphis and Hamza, and uh, they are going to go there because they need to go get their paperwork done so that they can get married on this trip. That's right. If you watched these six episodes and you thought, hey, um, maybe they have a little trouble in paradise, not to Memphis, they don't. Let's get married. That's the solution to this. Um, However... You know, this is Hamza we're talking about, Rob. Hamza has not planned the trip over properly. They don't even know how they're getting there. It's a mess. Yeah. I am very confused about Memphis uh, here because I kind of feel like that Memphis should cut bait here. I kind of feel like that Memphis to me is like seeing like, wow, all of these red flags 
we need to get married sooner. It's weird that she is the one having all of the red flags, but also the person who's really forcing the issue on the wedding. And I, and I kind of feel like that typically like you wouldn't have one person be the red flag person and also the hurry up, let's get married person. Yeah. Somehow she's both. And it's, it's interesting because she will point out his flaws and then say, Therefore, we should get married now. Sooner. Otherwise, I want out of this relationship. Yeah, because if we're not going to get married, if I'm not going to get the commitment to you, then that's it. I can't deal with this. And like we've learned that the 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 physical interaction, physical chemistry has not been great. So then that's like, well, I, mm-hmm. you know, it's usually, like, oh, I wonder what's going on in the bedroom. It doesn't seem to be great there. So it really does confuse me. Memphis confuses me a lot. And this episode, especially Rob, we got to learn about more of the things that she's frustrated about with Hamza, things that really bother her about Hamza. I don't get it. Yeah. And look, the things that bother her are fair things to bother her. That being said, I don't understand why she's forcing the issue here on. And now we we need to get married or it's over. Exactly. Um, I don't listen. It's an interesting card to play. It's a very interesting card to play. Uh, I don't think it's going to garner the results she wants, mm-hmm. but also don't know what she really wants. Okay. So I'm confused. All right. The embassy is two hours away. They're going to go spend the night in the hotel. They just need to get transportation there. Hamza tells her, well, if we can't find a car, we'll just go on the bus. Uh, and Memphis is like, no, no, we are not doing that. We're not getting on the bus. No bus. Yeah, she doesn't want to get on a bus with all this documentation, all the stuff they have Mm -hmm. valid. If I don't know a place, I would be a little bit worried about COVID. I think she's also concerned that they have a lot of bags seemingly. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. It's Mm -hmm. just going to be a big hassle to take a bus. It's like, um, okay. Hamza is like, all right, well, let me, let me see if I have uh, one, one of my friends will drive us two hours. I mean, that's a big ask. I mean, that is two hours. Rob is not small because you got to remember that's two hours back to that's four hours Mm -hmm. total. Now, would you rather get, um, I mean, actually, you know what? Let's ask you this. Uh, what's the likelihood of you doing this for somebody if they asked? So this would be in a universe where I have like a, a good friend. Rob, come on. Yeah. Um, you have friends. Do, do I have, do I have, do, do I have, do I have to, you know, look, I, I mean, look for me personally, I like, I mm-hmm. might, enjoy, I might relish the two hours in the car by myself listening to podcasts. Uh, so the, the maybe mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually a bit like, uh, would be a good person to do this. Um, <laughs> so you'll deal with the two hours there with the people so that you can have the two hours back to yourself is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I think that it, it wouldn't necessarily be people I probably would dislike. I like, I don't mm-hmm. like a two hour road trip is not bad. Yeah, I think if if someone in my close circle asks me, I'm down. Uh, but then I feel like three hours past, that's the bigger ask. Okay. Two hours is a, two hours is, a, is OK. Uh, yeah. All right. Here comes Yousef. Yousef is here to save the day. Just one Legend. thing. One thing. Um, I don't have the paper, the, the car insurance papers. My brother is going to go get it. It's 15 minutes. Let me 15 minutes. My, bro- my brother's just going to go get the insurance papers. No big deal. Still a wait. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine. No big deal. Uh, t- tell Memphis that Memphis is upset about this. Well, this was, I thought, a great 
you know, example of Hamza just generally that he says to Memphis in the translation, he says to her, uh, my friend uh, that he's going to go get the papers. Uh, we have to wait here. 15, um, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> like, no, it was definitely 15. And you yeah. are managing the expectations and lying uh, that, that in a classic Hamza way. And it's one of those things that, you know, you can say 10, you can say five, but you know, you're going to wait 15. So that's worse. Mm-hmm. That is worse. Just say 15 say and 20. deal with it. Say 20. Ooh, that's the better move. Mm-hmm. That is the better move, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So he's um, telling her, uh, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, baby. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Memphis gets really mad here. He's immature. Not he okay. Been prepared. Rob, this is a little boy. His little boy is planning mm-hmm. this whole thing, and mm-hmm. he's not taking it seriously. And she is very upset about this. Yeah, uh, we see Hamza in confessional that he doesn't like her attitude either. Yeah, Hamza's not okay with this. Like she's, be, you know, taking everything too seriously. Mm-hmm. Hamza wants to wants things to be a little bit more chill. Rob. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one hour later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Memphis is mad. Is angry. She's get. That's it. I'm getting out of the car. That's it. It's done. Mm -hmm. Why did you plan this better, Hamza? Do you even want to get married? What do you think? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, again, she's really feeling like that. She is the adult. He is the child. Uh, and he's uh, saying like, oh, you, you're, you're sad. It's like, no, I'm not sad. I'm pissed. There's a difference between being pissed and being, it was a frustrated. Mm. She said, yeah, no. some of the, story. she wasn't sad basically no. in the story. No, yeah, no. Okay. Finally, they get on the road and they get to the hotel and it seems like all is forgiven. I mean, did you see that hotel room? Rob? Yeah. Where did this hotel room come from? This was Hamza, uh, Hamza put this all together. Yeah, I mean, look like it. It was a very nice, very like, nice two floor a, suite. Two floors, the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, very nice. Oh yeah, and it you know, uh, Memphis promptly forgot about everything else that happened on the lead up because, and she told us she felt like he redeemed himself with the hotel. I think that Memphis's judgment of someone's maturity levels are the scale is interesting. He didn't plan the transportation. He's not mature. Yes, but then he booked a nice hotel, so he's mature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that, you just picked a good hotel. Like anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it was a really good hotel. Very uh, good. Hamza is getting ready. He he's talking a big game to us. He says that the sex could go all night. Hey, there's it, no interruption because it could also go thirty seconds again. Yeah, he's saying it could. He didn't say it will, Rob. The fine print is there. It could. Yeah. 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 Um, ultimately, we, we don't know. We don't we don't see the ultimate um, <laughs> uh, sexy time uh, between Hamza and Memphis uh, in the episode. They're going to end up getting into a fight uh, before then. So we don't we don't know exactly. Uh, the, the, we don't have to stop watch out. We do not. We do not. So yeah. we'll not know um, if it was good or bad or long or short. Mm-hmm. Um, we do find out they're about to go get drinks. Yeah, drinks. 
And they ask us, they ask him rather, Hamza, do you drink? The producers do. Yeah. He says, not often, only on special occasions. So, what, no, with, with a special person. It's a better answer. Which was even, yeah, which was even, she's like, oh, special. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, now, for somebody who does not drink a lot, uh, we're going uh, straight to the hard stuff. Grey Goose, more vodka. Yeah, that was an interesting choice. Grey Goose. Um, I'm, I believe they went vodka OJ, right? Yeah, That's which I was like. surprised <laughs> because on the last episode, we had the whole thing where uh, that uh, that Hamza gets Memphis a big orange juice. And he's like, uh, hey, how's the orange juice? It's, like, it's fine. It's fine. fine. Did that seem like she loves orange juice? Yeah, and like combined with her, the orange juice and that giving her stomach problems and yeah. alcohol potentially giving Memphis uh, Hamza problems. Mm-hmm. It's a bad drink to order for both parties here. Yeah. Now, are you a, a screwdriver drinker? I like it. I like it. I wouldn't order it. I don't think I've ever really had it. It's uh, unappealing to me. It's fine. Like it's, that's, it's one of those. I think the appeal of it for me is that. It just tastes like orange juice. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that's great for, you know, breakfast. Could go well mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But like, yeah, I'm not, you know, I never whipped out a, like, uh, container of orange juice at a party to be like, yep, this is my chaser of choice tonight. No, mm-hmm. that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely done uh, a lot more like vodka cranberry, vodka tonic, but I feel like I've almost never had a, 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 a vodka OJ. Yeah, I had a Screw bad screwdrivers. Yeah, with a mixed uh, vodka and like diet soda. Oh, one time. Yeah. So now, well, well, not now, like today, but like, like ever a diet since. Coke? Yeah. So now it's like if I'm vodkaing, it's gonna get shotted, and then I'll chase something after. Okay. Uh, I can't have the mixture anymore. Okay. All right. So Memphis again. She's rehashing the old stuff. Uh, last time it was thirty seconds and done. Not good enough, Hamza. What is he going to do with alcohol in the system? Yes. Well, it might help, but don't drink too much because uh, the, you know, the the yammy yam could be an issue. And he said, no, 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 no. Yeah. So you're drinking vodka, but it could turn out like whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want that. Okay. All right. So, all right. But serious talk now. All right. Enough of the sexy time. Memphis is scared she can't trust Hamza. I mean, he lied about his age, Rob. He lied about his age, and she doesn't want to go back to the United States, be in a relationship if she's not married. If we don't get married on this trip, this relationship is over. That's an interesting sentence. You're immature, so if we don't get married, I don't want to keep dating you long distance moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't get it. And like, and like, here's the thing. Hamza doesn't take this sitting down. No. Hamza gets upset he gets, about it. He gets annoyed. He's like, do you care more about the papers? Or do you care about me? I, I mean, I, I think that Memphis is like, uh, if I had to guess, like what is at the core of this? Uh, I think this is the same sort of thing that we're talking about with the uh, Kim and Usman of the, and again, um, Hamza way more interested in Memphis than uh, Usman who has zero interest in Kimberly. But I think that the concern here is like, 
are, are you just making a fool out of me? Are, are, are you just stringing me along? Is, is this just all like a, like, are, are we never getting married? Because if it's, if, if we're not getting married on this trip, I'm not doing this again. Right. Which I think is, is fair. I think she's, you know, she's like, I don't want to waste time in this relationship. I think that's the sentiment is that if you are not willing to commit long-term, I don't want to go long-term mm-hmm. without knowing what the relationship right. is. It's kind of like defining the relationship, but in this case, legally defining yeah. it. But you lied about your age. You're being, you're misrepresenting a bunch of things. Are you lying about that? You want to get married to me? Cause you're not acting like it. I don't. Yeah. And and listen, I don't think Hamza understood most of it, a mm-hmm. lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think a lot was getting lost in the translation. Uh, we'll we'll see next time with uh, Memphis and Hamza. Uh, what, what, do we get a sense of what's going on with them next time? Uh, let's see. Next time on Memphis and Hamza, yes, Memphis would like Hamza to sign a prenuptial oh, agreement. Oh, prenup? Yeah, where did this come mm-hmm. from? I don't know where seemingly, but I'll tell you this: uh, Hamza more and more feels like he's not valued or trusted in this relationship mm-hmm. so. yeah where did the prenup come from in, it was interesting it was definitely threw me for a loop i did not see that being a thing that they were going to be discussing yet here we are um rob let's answer this question right now i'm gonna ask you yeah are they gonna get married before the season ends i think they do Ooh, okay. You yeah. think it works out? You think they at least put pen to paper? Yeah, I think that I would probably have them uh, certainly higher up in the rankings of uh, who is most likely to be a couple at the end of this. Okay. Well, we'll not spoil the, the end of the pot here then. Okay. All right. So, all right. How about uh, we do a check-in with uh, Johnny and Ella? Let's. Let's. Okay. We have not talked about them in a minute. Okay. All right, they got the week off last week. Ella uh, found out the news that Johnny, he was going to go into Singapore, uh, that I think his visa got declined. They have another option uh, that, uh, where was he? He was going to go into Dubai. This was the new plan? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Ella's going to meet up with Corby. I think we've met Mm -hmm. Corby before. And her husband, Pow. Yes. Well, this is the first time we're meeting Pow. Okay. All right, so we go and we have a conversation with Corby and Pow. Johnny wants to delay the trip. Allegedly, he's worried about the Delta virus. That is a couple letters ago for us now, but <laughs> yep. Oh, this is so cute. <laughs> yeah, right? That is adorable. <laughs> Yeah, he's worried about the Delta variant, apparently, Mm -hmm. and that's why he doesn't want to travel. And Ella thinks that this is a stupid excuse. Yeah, everybody's already traveling. Come on. Come on, Johnny. Let's go. Uh, He is hesitating, and Johnny thinks it's not a good time. Now, Pow comes in with a little bit of a theory. Pow thinks that perhaps that Johnny's parents are saying... We don't want you to go. Yeah. So Pow's theory, Pow starts, you know, trying, he's trying to be a friend here, trying to give her some insight and maybe some help and says, maybe they don't want him to be with an American. Like, could that be the reason that he's pushing back and he doesn't want, he's like delaying the trip and stuff. And honestly, this just feeds into Ella's um, insecurity about this whole thing and her worry about this trip. Now, we saw Johnny talk to his parents a couple of weeks ago. And while his parents did have concerns, like I didn't get the sense that Johnny was like, well, my parents said I can't go, so I can't go. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll get to when they get on the phone call. Cause I defo have thoughts mm-hmm. um, on, on this whole ordeal. Okay. All right. So we then see Ella. She needs to talk to Johnny. All right. Johnny and Ella, they get on Skype and they talk. And so Johnny says that he is concerned with the uh, coronavirus. That, that, that is, seems to be his uh, number one concern. Yeah. So he tells us that, you know, and he puts, gives us an example of, you know, I've checked the curve. The America's going like the uptick is there. What if I come there and I get infected, I get sick and then I have to be treated there. The hospital bill is going to be very expensive. I could go bankrupt, Mm -hmm. which I feel like is relatable. Um, Mm -hmm. He's traveling. He's going to be in a tough spot there potentially. So I understood that. And then Ella gives him the same old spiel of listen, everyone's traveling. Come on. Like this is over. We're just traveling now. So the thing about Johnny that I said, well, I mean, this does seem like a valid concern. You know, Johnny, Johnny seems like that. He is like very concerned about COVID uh, that he, we saw like his whole uh, like COVID outfit that looked like when in Willy Wonka, when they go into the room that has like all of the uh, T, TV equipment to beam Mike TV across the room uh, that that's the getup that he's wearing. And, you know, if you are a person traveling to a foreign country and you get sick uh, and it's like you come from uh, a country that has, you know, socialized medicine that I don't think it's like, well, can you just build uh, China for my uh, medical expenses? Yeah, and and he makes it clear that, you know, they will cover his expenses in China. So it would make zero sense for him to do so. And again, I think 115% I'm Team Johnny here. Mm -hmm. I understand everything he's saying, and it makes complete sense to me. Mm -hmm. And Ella doesn't look good here. Ella, again, she talks about how, you know, it's not a big deal. I think you should, I'm telling you what I want. I should come here. Johnny claps back rob and says yeah. yeah well that's what we call american thinking oh everything's gonna be okay yeah. and like it's fine but i'm not feeling okay about it mm-hmm. so. yeah so ella says oh, are you sure it's not because your parents are saying you can't come it's like no no not really i mean that's yeah. the you know they're, they're fine they're fine it's not that yeah. Yeah. It, he does tell us that, you know, his parents might have some, he says us privately that they might have some hesitation, but after his last um, marriage, he knows that the most important thing is that his parents do not interfere with his relationship. He just doesn't want to get sick on this trip. Do you think Johnny had one hell of a divorce party? I feel like no one can hold a candle to <laughs> Jasmine's divorce party. He might have hung out with his friends from the last episode were um a holes <laughs> <laughs> yeah those, those guys weren't great um no. so ella is like all right well i guess i'll have to take matters into my own hands uh she has a plan what's going on is ella gonna go to china dude it's possible um or she's gonna be like meet me in dubai let's i'll go here i don't know i don't know what her plan is but 
she tried everything in that phone call to to tell him uh, emotionally blackmail him to go. He she told him that his hesitation is giving her emotional trauma. None of that worked. Yeah. Now, the only solution to this that I see that will work out is her going to China. Mm-hmm. Now, is that what she's going to suggest? I haven't a clue. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So uh, we'll see where that goes. Uh, did they uh, show up on the next time on? Uh, that's it. That was the part, the one other option she said. Okay. So we'll see. All right. We'll see what happens uh, with Johnny and Ella. All right. Let's check back in with one, one of our newcomers to 90 day fiance. It is the, the saga of Ben and mahogany because Ben, he is finally going to head out to Peru because, uh, he is going to meet up with the love of his life. Mahogany, the strongest romantic connection he's ever had. It's been a very good three months of conversation for him. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is feeling it. Uh, he's going to Peru. He's booked two rooms in Lima because, again, he they Respectful. have agreed. Yeah, they don't want to have sex before the marriage. Mm-hmm. And also, he says the best sex is worth waiting for. Yes, yes. Uh, so, I mean, I what I guess Ben could have just gotten one hotel room for him and Mahogany and then put up the wall of demarcation up in between, mm-hmm. and then that would have prevented it, but uh, he's gonna, they're going to do it that way. Okay, very, very respectful, you know. Um, you know, it, Ben, you know, that the, the thought has crossed his mind. Maybe this is a mistake. Like, it can go really, really badly, and I can see that. But then I look through all the texts. I'm like, no, 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 it's real. It's real. Okay. That's all they needed. Yeah. The text go back to the texts. The texts mm-hmm. will tell you that it's real. Um, Cause he asked Mahogany, is this, is this real? And Mahogany said, yes, yes, I'm real. Okay. All right. We meet the first of two Elijah's we'll talk about in this episode. <laughs> yes. This Elijah, son Elijah, son Elijah is going to drive him to the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the Elijahs in 90 Day Fiance, pretty helpful in a in travel, traveling. You know, some some of them might be, you know, maybe taking a little bit more of a evil heel turn. But uh, for the most part, they, if you have to get somewhere, they will help you get where you're going. Yeah, uh, uh, it, the Elijahs would help you. Definitely. <laughs> Elijah would. It's different, different, different franchise, yeah. Rob, different franchise. Okay. All right. So the trip to the airport. Elijah is trying to uh, talk to his dad. Uh, of course, dad wants his kids to be happy, but you know they don't understand how amazing Mahogany is. They they've never met her. They've never been in the presence of her greatness, Rob. So I mean, and neither is they ben. will see the light. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Elijah is just like dad. I just the, you know I'm happy for you, but I just think there's there's some there's some red flags. As long as you even make it back from Peru with all your kidneys. <laughs> yeah, in Elijah's world, the red flags are kidneys that were yanked out of your body. Do we think that this is all an elaborate ruse to harvest Ben's organs? I will say he is in peak condition. Peak condition. Mm-hmm. Clean living. Yes. I feel like if you, I mean, if you were going to harvest anybody's organs, I mean, I think that like, uh, uh, let's uh, you want to do a quick organ draft. Uh, I mean, who would you, who would you go with? I mean, uh, I guess it's probably between 
uh, Ben or or maybe Caleb, Caleb, uh, but right, Caleb, but yep, uh, was, uh, I mean, but I mean, he's uh, got some mileage, Caleb. Um, apparently, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Usman maybe Hamza. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. but uh, Ben's a big guy, uh, healthy organs, a little long in the tooth. Little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Elijah says this, and I initially thought classic nonsense on 90 Day. Then we discussed it. Don't get on that plane, Ben. <laughs> what are you doing? Not- ben, turn yeah. around. Turn around. <laughs> uh, although, although the fact that they are trying to get him to not come makes me feel like that uh, Ben's organs getting harvested is not a likely outcome. Yeah, Ben is a lot more likely to have his dignity stolen uh, before his organs get stolen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. So Ben just got a text. Not very encouraging. Um, Mahogany says, uh, my dad doesn't trust your intentions and doesn't want you to come. That's it. We find out this isn't mm-hmm. the first time this has happened, though. Yeah. So <laughs> a month ago was her birthday. He was going to go there and she said, don't come because her parents weren't there and she wanted him to meet the parents. And Ben was like, okay, that sounds like a good thing. You make make a lot of sense, Mahogany. Yeah. Stupid idiot. Yeah. I mean, so stupid. Yeah. You, you would think the guy would say, all right, all right, you know what? That's it. This, uh, this is uh, okay. All right. Look, um, joke's on me. You got me. You got me. All right. That's it. I'm going to go home. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. No. He is going to try to debate mahogany. I mean, when the texts come out so nice, Rob, when you get such nice texts, you mm-hmm. don't want to let that go mm-hmm. easy, you know? Yeah. Um, he says, this isn't fair to our love. He just wants to be loved Mm -hmm. and he has found the person to do that with. Mm -hmm. So there's only one course of action. Booyah. (laughs) Get on the plane. (laughs) Get on that plane. And I'm coming to Peru, baby. You will be good with me when I meet you. I I can fix. I'm going to win over mom and dad easily. Mahogany in the bag. Mahogany. Yes. Yes. You'll see. You'll see once they once they meet once they meet Ben, it'll be all smoothed over. And we are about to get one of my favorite tropes of 90 Day, which is now the man who's potentially being catfish showing up to the country with no one to greet him there because this isn't real. Right. I mean, what do we think is going to happen? Is he's just going to get to Peru and then, it, like, is Mahogany just going to ghost him the whole time? Like, um, um so here's what's going to happen. He's going to get to Peru. No one's at the airport. He's going to be upset about that. Then he's going to go to the hotel. He's going to message her. We're going to see a couple of scenes of him just, you know, enjoying the hotel facilities and stuff, waiting for a text. Maybe he gets some text back potentially with some more excuses. I think that's where we're headed with him. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, this is moving too fast. I don't know if I can. Yeah, and he's gonna like be begging for her. To, I, I just hope that when we will get, we will follow Ben all the way back to where then he will meet back up with his kids and his ex-wife, and then when he tells his ex-wife what happens, uh, that I, I will love to see that. 
you're ready for his ex-wife to put him in a poster is what you're telling me to dunk yeah, on him you so hard idiot you <laughs> stupid more he's like no, no 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 her parents wouldn't they they didn't approve like uh, you idiot they they just hadn't met me them from another country it makes total sense that they weren't ready to meet me. mm-hmm. like have us be together and elijah's gonna be like well at least you have both your kidneys <laughs> yeah, that's good i mean that's always a plus yeah yeah that if anything he should hold his head up high if he's able to maintain both you know that's a win in of his own that's a win in, uh in itself okay all right we're gonna take uh another break when we come back let's talk about the other elijah please because uh th- th- we have another elijah to talk about who's come in and chose violence he's gonna upset the whole thing uh when we come back talking about uh caleb and alina when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Puya, it's Elijah's final night with Caleb and Alina. He's leaving. Last night in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Elijah, he makes an entrance. Uh, he comes to the restaurant where Caleb and Alina is, and uh, he comes in, I guess, with his uh, signature catchphrase. He walks in and says, uh, so yeah, bitches, what's up? So casual, mm-hmm. this Elijah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's an awkward conversation because Puya, the night before, Caleb and Alina were spending some intimate time together and Elijah walked into the room. Yes. And I don't think it was just a, just like a walk. in I think it was more of a Kool-Aid man type walk in where he walks in and goes, Oh yeah, because yeah. he seemed to be very okay with doing so. Yeah. Um, he came in and then they asked him, like, is, is everything okay? And then he said, why are you staring? And I just said to him, no, I'm just checking your body. <laughs> Elijah, cool down. Calm down, bro. What are you doing? 
That's not okay, right? <laughs> no, oh, this is massively not okay. You know, you walk in on, on two people doing stuff. The immediate response should be, oh, sorry. And then you run out immediately. Normal. It's normal. Come on, Rob. Everyone does this. No, no, Elijah. <laughs> and so Caleb was not happy. No, he was, you know, not thrilled about the whole situation. So they they asked Elijah, what what did you need? What was in here that you needed to come in here for? Uh, and he had said that he was looking for his his comb. His he, he needed to comb his hair uh, before uh, he he uh, comes out. Uh, this this couldn't have waited. Just wanted to go out. Is it well, important? At least, at least you looked good for it, I guess. Yes. And you also look good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Elijah has so much audacity. How bold this man is to look Kayla in the eye and be like, yeah, you look good too. You also look good. Yeah. <laughs> like what you were putting down. <laughs> and like, what's Caleb going to respond to this? You know, he's getting complimented, but I also know that he knows exactly what Elijah is doing to him. Mm-hmm. But he can't, there's nothing he can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Elijah then says, hey, let's play a game. <laughs> Time to play. Never have I ever. He is sinister. He is evil. He is calculated. He is Elijah. We, a couple of weeks ago, Puya said, Elijah, find yourself a friend like Elijah, the greatest guy ever. Taking that one back. <laughs> <laughs> I held on to the receipt, thankfully. Take it back. The worst friend you could ask for here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aaron, all the dirty laundry yeah. tonight at this cafe in Turkey. He opens with, never have I ever, never have I ever had sex with more than 100 women. To, re- to refresh the audience's memory. So, if you have done the thing in never have I ever, then you take a drink. Yes. Go go to your uh, vodka orange juice. Yeah. Take a take, sip of the vodka diet coke. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you can stomach it. <laughs> I mean, that's a bad drink. It's it wasn't the vacuum. It, yeah. It was awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Never have I ever had sex with more than one hundred women. Caleb takes a drink. No one at that table should have <laughs> drank, Caleb. You are lying to me right now. Stop it. One hundred women. It's a lot of women. Uh, that's your 10 fingers, 10 times. That's too many. <laughs> Whoa. So how old is Caleb? 24? <laughs> 25? 25. Yeah, uh, somewhere in that range, right? Okay. I mean, uh trying to do the math here. Um, okay. To 100, 100 women. 100 women surveyed. Survey says. <laughs> 100. What, what a flex by uh, by Caleb uh, here. Uh, so 28. 28. Okay. 
Does that change? And that doesn't change anything for me. I, don't I mean, think. I think, okay. I mean, let's say if, if he has been sexually active, let's say for 10 years, that's, uh, you know, 10, 10 uh, different women a year for 10 years. I mean, you could get there. That the one math guy, does I, math. one could get there. Yeah. But should it? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, all right. Um, Alina's a little taken aback. Um, Alina basically says, What is it? Normal. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be a hundred. Which, fair, that's triple digits. Mm-hmm. So you might not have expected that. Yeah, a little surprised. Okay. Because, um, I mean, also, if you think about it, Rob, they've known each other for 13 years. She's doing the magic. During that time, there's been a hundred different women. During that thirteen yeah. years is a lot of time. That's yeah. a lot of people. Okay, uh, I, at least a hundred. Yes, they didn't say the exact <laughs> number. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, never have I ever had a threesome. Uh, very surprised Caleb uh, didn't acknowledge this one. I mean, he he didn't. You know, he's he's safe. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't have okay. a threesome. Okay, but then have you, Rob? I need to ask you this. I've Please, I'm not talking ever. about this on a podcast. No, no, I'm not making you play the game. I'm asking you a technical question about the rules of the game. I will get your answer off the air, though. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) so he Caleb points out that if they don't drink, if the participants, no one drinks, then the question asker has to drink. Is this? I I, I mean, I don't think I've ever even played this game. I've played a couple times. Never have I ever played this game. Yeah, we'd have to take a take a swig, take a swig right now. All right. Rob took a swig. I'm taking a swig. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I didn't know about that rule, but apparently in Caleb's world, if the participants don't drink, then the question asker has to. So, yeah. Um, Caleb kind of punts here. Uh, never have I ever lived in Russia. I don't know what he's going. The worst for. kind yeah, of never yeah. have I ever player. The person that does that. Yeah, maybe he just wants to drink. Um, so Elijah says, uh, "Never have I ever uh, kept a secret from uh, my partner uh, that I've known for thirteen years, whose name is Caleb and and hails from Arizona. Like, couldn't have made it." Shady. Yeah, and then he's uh, really like self congratulatory of like, here I am for you, the brave bitch. Spill it out, bitch! Already, <laughs> Elijah, what's got into you? Yeah, he is really the De Niro of saying bitch um, in this season. <laughs> Killing it, killing it with it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Elijah is there to push her, uh, and Caleb's like, "What? What is? This? What is this? Um, something is uh, there? Is something you're keeping from me?" Yeah, and she tells him, "Listen, I'll, we'll talk about it when we get back to the hotel room. I'll tell you about it tonight. I mm-hmm. promise." Yeah. Um, so Alina is angry at Elijah for bringing this up, um, and so then Elijah is kind of pushing uh, to get into, you know, uh, what stage of the relationship are you at now? Um, and Caleb does his, uh, like, well, you know, we don't want to determine where we're at right now. It's really, uh, but Alina's like, but, but, but actually no, where are we right now? Yeah. This is an indicator that Elijah is a friend that hasn't been told none of your business enough mm-hmm, times. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
everything is Elijah's business pretty much. Yeah, and well, nothing is off ground. Alina did uh, tell him about the disco stick. Yes, she didn't have to. I he, think she was I mean, ready. He, well, he did say to spill the tea. Yes, but the way she said it, Rob, I think she was she wanted to use that phrase. Like she mm-hmm. wanted to bring that up, and it was the right yeah. time. Yes, I, she she piqued his interest enough. And then yeah, yeah. he said, "Why are you staring?" And I just said to him, "No, I'm just checking your body." <laughs> yeah, if you have a hidden disco stick and you would like to play it, now is the time to do so. <laughs> All right. Um, so, um. Alina says, you know, Caleb is being very uh, indecisive. And at, we called this last week. Uh, that goes, well, if, if sounds like you're keeping secrets from me. So how could I how could I make a decision about what I'm going to do? She's like, you didn't even know I had a secret. He's like, yeah, but this is a great uh, proves I was right. Proves I was right. Even to, more proof. Yeah. What other secrets do you have? You might have a lot of secrets. <laughs> I mean, this was one of those things, right, where we knew Caleb was going to say this, regardless of how this went and regardless of her having secrets. Now he can just use that as more as ammunition Mm -hmm. to delay it. So Mm -hmm. I I think if I'm reading this the way I wanted to read it, um, even before this episode, I don't think Caleb has any interest in in having a uh, him and Alina be official long term. Yeah. This is kind of the the, you know, the evidence quote he needed to make sure that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we get a scene where they're going to bed and uh, Alina seems like she's struggling to get to the bed. Caleb seems like he is not not being helpful at all. Yeah, this is an instance where Caleb's like, nope, you got this. I'm mm-hmm. mad at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. Um, so Caleb wasn't. So what was that? What was the whole thing? What was the whole secret? Well. She spills the tea, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, she was living with her ex. I don't know. She she maybe she was still dating the guy when she was talking to Caleb. Yeah, she was living when she was. Uh, there was this was a more serious relationship than she had told Caleb. Uh, she was living with her ex, and they were still good at the time. But she didn't want to tell Caleb because then she didn't want Caleb to be like, well, I don't want any part of this at all. Yeah. Um, because she didn't think it was that big of a deal. And she wanted to talk to him about it in person and not, you know, via the Internet. Yeah. Also, like, who cares? I, I mean, yeah. you're, this is sounds like uh, it's ancient history. I, I mean, they've been talking for 13 years. Like, at what point did she have lived with her ex? Yeah, it's like if you um, if you lived with your ex were with your ex mm-hmm. and there's your ex and that wasn't when we were like overlapped then i don't care like it does not matter to me mm-hmm. it does not concern me yeah yeah okay so for caleb he hears the story and you know it's something is it the end of the world i i don't really think so but caleb says see this just reinforces why we need to spend more time together to get to know each other because I don't know what else you could be hiding. I don't want to make a commitment. You're keeping secrets from me. And see, it's just goes to show, you know, maybe we just need more time. Gotta slow it down. Caleb says, said the man who has a body count of over 100. We gotta slow it down. (laughs) Just going too fast. Yeah. Brewing a big batch of BS Mm -hmm. and um, it's about ready. It's about ready for harvest, Rob. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And. This is going nowhere. No, no, no. 
it's um this is doomed to fail mm-hmm. and elijah leaving i think is only going to make things harder because um right at the beginning of that last dinner with elijah uh caleb does give us a confessional where he says that um he has mixed feelings about elijah and and elijah leaving because he feels like elijah keeps stepping on his toes and it's causing him problems but then also he's been helping a lot with with helping with alina and the mm-hmm. wheelchair and stuff like that so he says that he he knows that um he's appreciative of that and he knows that he doesn't want to take that for granted i think that especially if they're gonna have friction like this and caleb's gonna be like negligent to alina if he's upset with her this is going to cause even more problems. I think Elijah leaving is just going to make it worse for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason they break up, though, officially will go down as she lied to me. She lied, wasn't being honest, wasn't telling me the truth. You know, she's keeping secrets from me. Can't do that. Got to be with somebody who's open and honest. <sighs> Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We've got one other story to talk about, and that is the saga of Mike and Jimena. And last week, a heavy episode for Mike and Jimena. We talked about how Jimena did not disclose to Mike about how she could no longer conceive a child uh, with Mike, which she may have misrepresented in her talking with Mike about Mm -hmm. the family that they were going to be starting together. She also may have left out a few things about the fathers of her children and also the hitman who uh, may have as recently as two years ago or, or even more recent have said that she he was going to kill Jimena and, you know, uh, may or may not show back up at any minute. Um, Potentially, it's all water under the bridge because we have serious issues to discuss for Mike and Jimena this week. Yeah, we you did a good recap of everything that came up, Rob, and now we can throw it out because we're talking about all the issues Mike is bringing to the table. And let me tell you, they're big, big, big. Enough about my my baggage. Time to talk about your baggage, Mike. Big, big, your big baggage, small baggage, and medium baggage. We're getting into it all here today, Michael. All of them. All right. One by one. Mike tells us about how that they're spending time uh, together. Also, uh, Mike uh, learned she dated a very dangerous person uh, in the uh, not so distant past. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, Jimena, she's going to go get some coffee. Mike's going to meet up with her. God knows uh, what Mike had to go and uh, take care of, <laughs> what bodily function uh, was was uh, <laughs> he was busy with. But it gives Jimena some time to call her sister, Wendy. Uh, and, and Jimena tells us, you know, Mike, he has bad things about him, too. He's not a perfect treasure, Mike. No, most definitely not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so she gets on FaceTime with Wendy uh, and she says, um, you know, with Mike, there are some sweet moments and some moments th- that aren't some sour moments, sour moments. Uh, she describes Mike. He is super gross. Yeah, that's like gross square. That's too gross, too furious. She said Rob. super gross, gross. Uh, the translation said, um, <laughs> He does things like he throw, leaves his clothes everywhere. 
So that's just messy. It's mm-hmm. not gross unless the clothes are very dirty. Then it's gross. Okay. Now we flagged this a couple of weeks ago that mm-hmm. there was a scene where Jimena picked up Mike's underwear off the floor yes. and she basically held up his underwear and said she, her kids were there and she's like, mm-hmm. Oh, gross, gross. Ah. Oh. And we and we gave like kind of like a, a, a rose colored glasses uh, view of like oh maybe it's like with the kids she was like being silly. Um, she referred to Mike later as she wants a guy who's responsible, not a guy who can't wipe his own butt. Was how she referred to uh, to Mike. Yeah, I think in the mystery of why that was so gross, the answer becomes skid marks. <laughs> So safe bet there. What is it? Normal. No, it's literal beep. It's literal what the beep is. It's not normal. It's not normal. (laughs) Okay. So, and not only that, Mike also let out a fart in front of Jimena. I, I do believe we... Got a clip, Puya. Tell me, sound effect or uh, did this did this really happen? Ay, Dios mío, qué cosas tan asquerosas me han That sounded authentic to me, Rob. It did not sound like the standard. I don't know. Fart to me, board. this sound like uh, did it was how how was Mike mic'd up here? This sounded to me like uh, the fakiest of all time, fake flatulence. Well, if if you're in a quiet room, right, and and y'all are like macking, I feel like that's the loudest noise in the room, so the mic would pick it up. And like they've got like if they've got like two three cameramen in there all with different booms like that's gonna happen. I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. I think this is a different boom. <laughs> boom yeah. boom. Wait, oh, he burped at the table. Also disgusting. I thought she said that he burped on top of her. Yeah. Um. I, the, the the scene we saw of the burp uh was not on top of her, but maybe also yes. uh perhaps. Maybe uh, the Colombian cuisine is not. I mean, we've seen Memphis have issues. Uh, you know, yes. you go to a different country, the food is different. Uh, all of the peasant cheese. Hmm. And 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 honestly, as long as because um, like I think this is normal, right? Eating new cuisine sometimes it might take some adjustment period. So everything he's doing is normal. But for someone that's been so normal. Insecure, yeah, someone who's been so insecure and worried as Mike, I'm astounded that he's letting this slip in front of her. Mm-hmm. I really am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, we, we didn't really get so much of Mike's uh, side of the story here. Okay, uh, Jimena is saying to Wendy, can you imagine what it's going to be like three or four years from now? Hold on a second. Jimena, who seems to, in some cases demonstrate no ability to sort of have long-term thinking based on other choices she's made in the past. Where was this? Oh my God. What will, what will this be like in three or four years? Never once before she visited, she visited a man in, in jail that she met, just met 
to get impregnated. So could this be perhaps a result of her having gone through those experiences perhaps. and now thinking I should perhaps. think more long term? Maybe, maybe, maybe she is now like, uh, like, OK, well, now I've, I've made poor choices in the past and I've seen now that and like things only get worse. Maybe. Yeah, perhaps. Benefit uh, of the doubt season. Yes. Okay. For, uh, Jimena. She says, I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting a husband or another kid. Which I don't think she wants another kid. She would have got two. Yeah, sure. I mean, she, like, based on uh, some of the choices she made, we, we have, like, demonstrable evidence that she does not want another child. Exactly. Yes. She's made it abundantly She's made it, clear. like, uh, gone to great lengths. She does not want another child. Okay. All right. So, uh, Wendy says you got to talk to him. They need to talk to Mike. Okay. So, they go, and Mike had a special day planned, but the weather was not cooperating. So, they go sit by the fireplace. I mean, uh, stay in with, with fireplace, some drinks. That sounds like okay. a good time to me. Okay. And so Mike sits down with Jimena and he uh, gets to hear from um, Jimena by way of the translator, the not ideal way to start any conversation. I have things I want to talk to you about that I do not like about you. <laughs> I love that this is coming from the robot um, audio because it makes me feel like it's the start of a dubstep song. <laughs> like, and the beat drops right after that. I do not like about you. Boom, boom. Like, <laughs> just get ready to party. I have things I want to talk to you about that I do not like about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, what? It feels like entrapment. <laughs> you you get here, you're having a nice sit down, then this comes up. And you're like, all right, demeanor I switch. I have things I want to talk to you about that I do not like about you. <laughs> um. Okay. What are those things? Um. Like what? Yeah. And man, this is well, your cleanliness. You leave clothes uh, everywhere. Like okay. okay. All right. I've only been here like three or four days, but yeah, I guess so. Like, I guess if I get, when I get like a dresser or like a, a drawer, I, I like, I think I could work like, I don't really know where the laundry is or anything here. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I, I will work. I can work on that. That's I can fix that. Doable. 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 Um, and it says, um, you don't have to burp in front of me. That would be nice. Yeah. You didn't do that. Yeah. And also, uh, you don't have to uh, fart in front of me. Please. Yeah. If you may. Um, Mike tells her, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean for, for that to happen. Well, it takes us out of the mood there, Mike. So mm-hmm. maybe you want to do that, please. So... <laughs> Again, some of these things maybe the translation was off, but it sounds like that uh, Mike was told. Then the fact is, you are already an old man. Yeah, yeah, factually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm not going to live like I'm your mother. No, I mean, again, she doesn't want another child. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and. Mike says, well, I, I, I'd like to work on these things together with you. Like I can get better. She says, you have to change yeah. a lot of things or I will not marry you. I 
who has a lot of baggage <laughs> will not marry you. Yeah. If you fart, we break apart. That's the thing. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going with. That's my motto here, Mike. Mike is about to get dumped by Jimena. Yeah. If you burp, hit the curb. <laughs> she's making it very clear, Rob. These are big red flags for her, and she's not okay with it. And my favorite part of this whole scene is the confessional. Do you have the sound for that? I, I do not. I do not. Which okay. which one? So in the confessional, he's talking about, you know, this, what she's pointing out. He's like, well, you know, I don't know. It's not as bad as going to jail or killing people for money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, points. True. Points. But, Mike, just because you said you're cool with stuff doesn't mean she has to be cool with your stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> she will lose the schmo show. You will win the schmo show. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, I definitely understand where Amanda is coming from on this stuff, but Amanda's ready to walk. <laughs> She's done. It's gross, Rob. It is gross. And here's the problem <laughs> is that we've seen his house, so we know it's like proper gross, but she's seen the trip version and that's not good. So she is not going to be okay with their house. I mm-hmm. don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mike's like, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's like, I didn't think I was going to, after yesterday, I didn't think that you were going to break up with me. Yeah. But yeah, I was really considering my options here. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll get in line. Boy, I, I guess the hitman probably um, was, I, I mean, other than the killing people, is probably had like pretty good manners. Yeah. I think the hitman made his bed, you know, did laundry. Yeah, dishes. The yeah. hitman would come home from from the killing, and then probably if there was like had the d- dirty clothes, would put them into the proper place, and then yeah. you know uh, if it was going to ever like uh, would not ever like break you break uh, your neck, but it would not break wind. Right, and in order you know to to be in that line of profession, you gotta do everything clean. Everything has to be like done smoothly, mm-hmm. so it checks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he's a killer. He's not a barbarian. Exactly. Yes. What, well, yeah. What kind okay. of man do you take him for? All right, Puya. We said we we're going to do power rankings here of the seven couples of yes. most likely to be together at the end of this versus least likely to be together. How, how do you want to do this? Uh, you want to just uh, go... Like, uh, let me throw some names at, at you. Okay, sounds okay. good. Do you, you, are we going to start with the most likely or least likely? Let's. I, I think you least likely me. will be easier. Least likely. Do. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so least likely, I think it's easy. Seven mm. out of seven. Ben and Mahogany. I mean, you can't be with someone if they don't exist. They can't so. be with someone if they don't exist. There you go. Ben so, and Mahogany. Okay. Ben and Mahogany seven. is is number seven. Um, sorry, I, I don't. I don't think so. Like it can go really, really badly, and I can see that. But then I look through all the text, and I'm like, no, 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 it's real. It's not. It's not. It's not. Okay. All right. Who's the next least likely to stay together? Um. Let's see. Uh, how about? Okay, I think I got it. Oh, you got it, huh? I think I think Ella and Johnny. 
Okay. May I may I counter with Kim and Usman? Oh, you may. You may. I will say though, they are a lot closer than Ella and Johnny are right now. The, there is a physical distance between them, but they seem like they are willing and wanting to be together. Where the, the Kimberly is willing and wanting, Usman does not want anything to do with you. Like, I don't know what his uh, long game is other than being on television. There is no world where he is going to yeah, have a physical relationship with with Kimberly that I, I am willing to, you know, uh, I think I would put a substantial wager up if uh, Usman has a, uh, a open mouth kiss with Kimberly in the season. Ooh, what's the wager? Mm-hmm. How many how many nuggets? How oh, many no, nuggets? please. No, don't do this if to Us- me, If Usman... <laughs> but you think it's happening? A kiss? A kiss could happen. Open mouth. Open mouth. What? Open... Yeah. Like, no tongue or tongue? No with, tongue. With, 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 I mean, I don't know how you do an open mouth kiss. And there's, there's no, there's, I think the tongue is going to... Uh, like, what's the point of the open mouth? Right. I hope we don't see it. I think it could happen, but I don't want to see that. Um, I think I don't think I it's think happening. Could happen. It's one think, kiss. It could happen, but I don't think it would. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep an eye on it. Okay. All right. All right. I'll take that. I'll take Kim and Usman at six. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. All right. And then let's see. Who is next here? Honestly, do I think Ella and Johnny or do I think... About how about this? Um, if if if, 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 they, if if we get to make out city for Kim and Usman, nugget, nuggets on me, Puyo. I'll send them your way. Okay, okay. I'll, I get some. I get a dinner. A nuggets yes. dinner. Okay, deal. <laughs> and deal. for Liana too. Oh, she's gonna be so happy. Oh, mm-hmm. Rob, uh, she did reply to my yam text. Yeah, that's what she say. Uh, I sent her the the emoji. She replied yam question mark. I sent her the eyes emoji. She sent me two question marks. Oh, so I, I, I got it here. Let me, let me, let, let's see. Let's see if I do this. Um, uh, I'm gonna send Nicole the yam. Yes. Okay. And then yeah. she, and then let's see what. Let's just. So I sent it just with nothing. See what she says. But okay. I, got, I already got the. I already got the reply. Um. All right. Then okay, after Kim uh Kim and Usman. Uh, so you think Johnny and Ella, let's No, I think Caleb and Jasmine after that. Uh, Caleb and Alina. Caleb and Alina. This. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no way. Um because Jasmine and Ella, like again, that I, I think they want to be together. They want to be together. Both parties yeah. are interested. Yeah. If anything, right now it's the it's the pandemic and the travel. That's the thing in between them, not anything to do with their relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so this is, uh, so we have Mike and Jimena, we have Johnny and Ella, we have, uh, Gino and Jasmine and, uh, Memphis and Humza. Ooh, um, I think throw in, you know, Mike and Jimena were fine until this episode. I felt like, like mm-hmm. nothing was going to break mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Rob, I think this is Memphis and Hamza. You think so? I see. Uh, I, I feel like uh, that that Memphis. Uh, I feel like is uh, will not be uh, turned away here. 
Like but she should think she should right. that I think that she has uh, a, uh, a, a, she's driven, but is Hamza still in, especially after this, uh, I don't know if he has a choice. Up talk, I don't know if he has up. a choice. You think he'll do it? What if his mom gets in the way and says, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then who are you counter offering? If it's not them, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I was going to say, I think Johnny and Ella might be four. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's put them there. Then are they are they bronze medal then? Mm-hmm. Um for you, Hamza and Memphis? Let's see. Okay. So Johnny and Ella, I think, are four. Um I don't know. It could could Jimena kick out Mike? I mean, she didn't sound happy at all about the thing, but I think it's Mike, right? He's gonna work on it. He's gonna pick up his clothes and he wants to be with her i i saw in this episode that jimena uh it could seem like yeah this guy sure he's like uh supporting us and 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 completely changing my way of life but i don't think i can stomach this guy well he can put up with a lot of things and this guy is too much how bad is the scent that like she's like out on this guy after that? It must be horrible. I guess so. Oh my god, not enough candles out there. <laughs> so wait, now that okay, so we've we've pretty much filled up our bottom four. Can we now switch it and look at who's the most likely to be together? Actually, I kind of feel like that. I I'm starting to talk myself into Johnny and Ella above Mike and Jimena. Okay, okay, so then. That would put them what the only behind Gino and Jasmine for you. Um, I just think that yeah, Gene that Jasmine even if Gino wants to leave, Jasmine I feel like will not let him leave. Right, like she will hold him there. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, then there you have it. That's our top seven. Okay. Or, so all right. So Gino um, and Jasmine, I think most likely to still be together, only because that Jasmine. Uh, it, it will end when Jasmine says it ends, and not before. Yes. And so far, I think Jasmine knows what she has with him, which is whatever she wants. Yeah. Uh, Memphis and Hamza, like, I think that they have had some issues, but I kind of feel like that Memphis uh, so badly wants this to work that I think that just by sheer force of will, I Mm. I think she is going to make this happen. Well, and I think that the whole the fact that Memphis and Hamza like she went there being like, I'm getting married. And even though there's been a lot of red flags, like, I'm still going to do it. That's got to happen. That's mm-hmm. fair. I think she wants it. The only way they end up being in a bad spot and then they don't marry this season is if suddenly Hamza decides I'm out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But even if Hamza decides he's out, I think that Memphis, like, I think she's bringing some Jasmine energy to it. Mm. She's like, yeah. no, 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 no. You're out when I say you're out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say when you're out. Okay. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Then Johnny and Ella, they want to be mm-hmm. together. It's just the distance keeping them apart. Mike and Jimena. I think Mike, we talked about him. Mike will put up with anything. Jimena. I think we found where her, her breaking point is. And this is, please, this is on day three of knowing him. Yeah. Yeah. It's not been a long time. It's not been a long time. She's, with she's in like year six of the relationship and it's been three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like you are absolutely right though. These are not things that'll come up immediately this quickly, but listen, if she, we know that she had said, 
Mike was nothing that great. Mm-hmm. Like she had felt like, eh, he's I, but like yeah. he's, you know, he's putting all this stuff up. So those smaller things matter more. Yeah. Caleb and Alina, uh, we, we, you know, what else we need to say? Kim and Usman and then Ben and Mahogany. Now, if Mahogany was real, I, I think I would have them like number one. Yes. If yeah. we end up meeting Mahogany and Mahogany's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking Ben done. Give him a, give him the first place. Yeah. But, she needs to exist first. Mm-hmm, she has to exist. Okay. And that's our top seven here. I, mean, I guess we can adjust our power rankings uh, next week. Let me, I'll, I'll yeah. put this, I'll, I'll take this page out of my notes and I'll put it someplace okay. where I won't lose it. Okay. Good, yeah. Put it, put it there. Then we can, we can adjust anyone that needs to be adjusted on All a right. week to week. yeah, you still got single life coming up, right? I do. Um, oh my God. I believe so. 90 day fiance mm-hmm. podcast. I told you the 90 day is a 365 day sport. And we will be there for all of it. And I will be back to talk about the uh, single life once again at the end of this episode um, because we did get an episode out. So that'll be fun to see. Yeah. What else do you have going on this week? Uh, Actually quite a bit, Rob. I organized a Fall Guys tournament, a video game tournament that's happening on Tuesday. So that's going to be a lot of fun. It's got 20 participants, 10 teams. It was a whole thing, but I'm very excited to see how it plays out. So that'll be happening and then obviously I do stream other content as well. My Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Puya, I sent Nicole the sweet potato. She wrote okay. back, you want a sweet potato? Oh. And I said, you're sweet. <laughs> you said that. I said that. And she said, you specifically said that is not a word you would ever use to describe me. That, I mean, fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, she saw through I mean, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to have some explaining to do on the five for yeah, five. I mean, later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. Yes, All right. I am. Uh, so much going on, Puya. Oh, we launched this weekend the be- uh, the weekly wrap up, the best of the week. Well, maybe something, uh, maybe something from this episode is going to make the cut. I mean, you talk about we, seven couples. Yeah. We put out a lot of nuggets on this podcast. So mm-hmm. finding the right one could be a task, but. You know, the weekly wrap up is great for that. And if someone misses something, they'll find it's some there. stuff. There. It's there. Yeah. Everything all in one place. Plus uh, the amazing races back. We're still talking about Joe Millionaire. Maybe some celebrity Big Brother news uh, this week. If it happens, you know where to find it. Okay. Uh, and Puya's got more 90 day The Single Life coverage coming up right after this. Take care for me. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 90 Day Fiance Single Life Coverage. Hope you enjoyed what me and Rob had to say about this past episode of Before the 90 Days earlier. So here's the situation. There's not a lot to give you this week because next week is the tell-all. That's right. They didn't tell me. I had no idea. I just found out. I watched the finale of 90 Day the Single Life, and I'm on here to talk to you about it. And then next week's the tell-all. That's it. Season's done. Okay? 
Now, when I explain what happened with these uh, episodes, you'll under, uh, this episode, you'll understand why it made no sense that this was a finale. So let's start with Debbie. Okay. So Debbie is now what she, she went on to San Diego for a date. It's a blind date. She doesn't know who the date is. And we immediately meet Bill. Here comes Bill. He seems like a nice, you know, old, older guy, nice gentleman, whatever. Uh, and she says, Oh my God, he looks so much better than his pictures. Bill, you know, talks about how he has some stuff in common with her. They both love cats. Uh, they're bonding very well. It, it ends up being a very sweet date to see. And that's it. Literally the date finishes. She drives him. Uh, he drops her to the car and like, that's it. It felt like the date was a blink and you'll miss it two minutes on the episode. But Debbie gets a happy ending question mark. I guess it counts. We'll count that. That's it. Debbie has. Her happy ending to the season. And then in the next time on, you know what? I don't want to tell you what's on the tell-all. No, I'll tell you what's on the tell-all because there's a lot of fun stuff on the tell-all. But I won't give you any details. So I'll, I'll say the this. Um, So Colt's going to be at the tell-all. Tanya's going to be at the tell-all. Mike's going to be at the tell-all. Tim's going to be at the tell-all. Uh, literally... Everyone has someone from their past there pretty much and then some. So there's going to be a lot going on at this tell-all. I will say Colt has a, a, a shouting match with Big Ed. It's going to get messy. Just trust me when I say next week's 90 Day Fiance the Single Up is going to be the best coverage we've done for that season. And it's the last episode, right? So come through for that, okay? Okay. And then we had Natalie, Natalie's story. It's been two weeks since that date with the, with the Josh guy that has two kids and Josh lives in LA. That's why they haven't been, you know, seeing each other the long distance at this point, but they've only gone on one date, but she tells her friend Yolanda that she feels something here. She feels like she likes him. It's been a month since she's liked someone, but she needs more attention. She needs more attentiveness from him, more messages from him, more calls from him. And Mentions that because of the industry he works in, she feels insecure. And also she doesn't want to compete for his heart. She wants it to be known that, you know, I am yours. That's how she wants him to pursue her. Okay. So then they're in a phone, video call later, her and Josh. And honestly, she makes all of this because she says, listen, I'm Ukrainian women. Like I need, I need you to tell me like you're for me and like, uh, it push for me more, message me more, tell me how, ask me how I'm doing to ask me what I'm up to. And he says, listen, I like you a lot, but also my commitment. I have a commitment to my kids. I have a commitment to my businesses. That's why I might not be responding to you or messaging you a lot, but that's because I'm busy with this stuff, but I really like you and I would like for us to see each other. So let's do a, let's figure out like, maybe you come to LA and I'll show you around. She says, yes, I'm, sounds good. And then he says, all right, well, I'm about to leave. Can I get a Kiss over the phone goodbye. And she says, how about I give you a kiss in person? So that's looking all good. Um, Mike being there next week looks like it's going to make Natalie cry. So get ready for that. Strap yourselves in. It's going to be a long one. And then we have two more people on this episode. So first of all, no Sinjin, no Stephanie. Again, Stephanie was the biggest waste of a person to be on this show this season. And Sinjin, pretty much the same. He had that one date. It was awkward. The end. <laughs> all right. So then we had Jennifer and Jesse. And they pretty much had two things happen here. One thing was they had their call with Kakwa. And again, Jesse pissing me off by mispronouncing Kakwa. And let me tell you, by the end of the call, he started pronouncing Kakwa fine the rest of the episodes. I think, I think he felt a little bit in his feelings, a little hurt after what happened. But, um, Kakwa is basically asked the questions of, have you had sex? 
And what do you feel about her still? And Kakua mentions, okay, so there was no penetration, but we did sleep next to each other. We did cuddle. We did kiss. All of that was there. And that he still does have feelings for her. And obviously Jesse still feels some type of way about this, but Jennifer assures him like, you know, I, my future is with you. So even if I mean some boundaries, you don't want me to see this guy. I can do that. Okay. So that happens. They're on their way back to the airport. Now he's going to be leaving Columbia. He tells us that he loves her. He feels everything for her. Long distance isn't for him. They have a lot to figure out where their future lies, but they both agree their futures together. And then right, he gets out of the car as he's about to get into the airport. Right before he leaves, Jennifer says, hold on, I've got something for you. And proceeds to take off her panties, not from her bag, from her, from her legs, like the one she's currently wearing. And she hands it off to him and he enjoys it a little too much. Made me a little bit uncomfortable, but she gives him her panties and then they say goodbye. They embrace and that's it. Jesse and Jennifer leave uh, the season. And then, like I said, Tim of the first season Jennifer was on Tim. He's going to be in a video call for them. Tell all Jesse and Jennifer are going to be there in person. Mess, 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 mess. Speaking of mess, um, Big Ed. Big Ed is the last person we're going to talk about here because he got the last scene of the season pretty much. Um, so we find out it's been two weeks since Big Ed has gotten back from um, his trip, his, his pursuing of Coyote has come to an end. It's over. And so now he's back home. It's been two weeks. In these two weeks, unfortunately, Teddy, Big Ed's dog, has passed away. Okay. And they showed us a montage of, of all the moments of Teddy and Big Ed together on the show. And, you know, Big Ed said that this, you know, Teddy's always been there for me. But we find out that after Teddy passes away, they got a lot of, he got a lot of flowers from people, a lot of message from people. And then there was this one batch of flowers in particular that had like a really nice message to it. And he, um, wanted to know who it was, but there wasn't any name on it. Then he checked his like ring camera, like his door camera and figured out who it was. And he started messaging that person back and forth. And now he's going to go see them because they are the one they veiled this as if we're not going to know who, as if. It's not going to be someone who he already knows. Okay. So spoiler alert, it's Liz. It's Liz from the last season that we talked about Big Ed. And apparently Liz messaged him that he was a great father to Teddy. And then they had dinner. They talked all night long. They fell asleep in the same like bed. And then the next morning he tells her like, are you going to be my forever? And she says, yes, I am. He proposes they're engaged. Well, that's a great, you know, bit of a reveal. If they didn't flip in, tell us this with the people magazine pictures that were exclusively released at the start of the season, they could have had something huge here. This is like a whimper. Cause like, come on, we knew what was happening. It sure is not coyote. We knew this from episode four. And we knew he's going to be with Liz for episode one. Not that I care because it's Big Ed. So I don't like him anyway. Uh, however, Big Ed's going to be there at the reunion. Liz is going to be there at the reunion. However, we find out that neither his mom nor his daughter agreed to be on. I don't think they approve of this relationship. We'll find out more about it next week. Now, depending on how juicy and, and long the um, next week's tell all is, 
Next week might be a longer recap at the end, but I'll give you the appropriate amount of time based on the content we get, okay? So I can keep that promise to you. However, we've reached the end of this podcast now. Thank you so much for listening in. You can find me on Twitter, Twitter, um, at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I stream there, you know, three, four times a week. Come through, say hi. And then at the end of this week, I will be talking the finale of Too Hot to Handle uh, with Kirsten McInnes over on her uh, wrap up. So if you come through, check us out there. And last but not least, if you could leave a rating or review for this podcast, it would mean a lot to me. It allows people to find us. It gives me feedback. And that's all I can ask for, really, is feedback. And for people to find us and get aboard the Hot Mess, Expre- Hot Mess Express with us, ultimately, we want you to have the best journey on this express. And that's the best way for us to do so. All right. We have reached the end. We've reached the destination here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week ahead of you. And we'll be back next week to talk more mess more couples hopefully less farts hopefully less burps and hopefully a lot of laughs take care everybody have a good one bye judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.